I Heart Miko podcast episode 177. Today is August 19, 2019. I am back in my LA studio with the network studio. Shout out Mike for uh, finding some time for me today. Uh, I have a very, very amazing and awesome show for you guys today. One of my favorite people on social media, first of all, just just social media alone, <laughs> you are a fucking show. You are entertaining as hell from sports talk to real nigga shit to the type of weed you smoke, everything. <laughs> Mr. Steven Jackson, welcome to the iHeartMiko podcast. Finally, huh? Finally! Finally. Right. It took it took the big three for us to get here. I feel like, you know, that that was our our connection, our final link. We we kicked it like 48 hours ago uh, in Texas. Where are you from? We had us a good time. Uh, time. Yes. Congratulations for the killer threes making it to the playoffs of the big three. That's big. Last year, y'all was struggling and, you know. Which y'all the last two years. Two started. years, yeah. I don't even. I don't even <laughs> count 2017. That was like an off year for everybody. That was just a, a tester year, you know. Yeah, yeah. But right. um, before we get into all the things you're doing right now, I wanted to take it back a little bit because a lot of my listeners, I have a lot of non-sports listeners, so a lot mm-hmm. of times I have to like educate them on people that are on. So I wanted to give them a little bit of a preview of who you are. Uh, you're an NBA champion, first of all. So congratulations on that. A lot of people cannot say that in all the years <laughs> and the efforts and things they put into basketball. I know the money is is important, you know what I'm saying, and your integrity for what you do. But a championship in that league is just, it's, it's amazing, you know. So yes. congratulations for being a champion. Thank you. And um, you're from Texas. I know that. Uh, I know. Arthur. Port Arthur, Texas. Um, Rest in peace, Pimp C. Gotta say that. Oh Lord, <laughs> we heard a lot of Pimp C the other night too. That was that was yeah, cool. Yeah. That was cool. I like I like Texas. You know, I like the music. I like everything that that comes up out of there because it's just a different sound. You know, everybody has their sound. The West Coast has a sound. Atlanta, New York, even Florida. You know, y'all. The, Texas has a even the, Detroit. Too. Detroit. Detroit got yeah, down, so. I can't even. I can't even leave them out no more. Detroit got a sound. So the Texas chopped and screwed sound is 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 distinct. You don't you don't mistake it for nothing else. And the shit is dope. So I, I had fun. I was baked in a motherfucker. <laughs> we all were baked, man. I tried to get get one drink in. I was like, you know what? I'm not doing this. I'm not gonna battle with both of these. Nice. <laughs> yeah, so um, you're from Texas, and I I I know the things that are read. That are, I know the things that are online about you that people can read. But I wanted to get your version of your life because what people read is, you know, you came from Texas, um, you didn't get drafted, you didn't, you had to, you you uh committed to University of Arizona, didn't go, went to JUCO. There's a rumor going around that you you low key had gave uh Cedric Sabalo some smoke. With Phoenix, and that's kind of how you got drafted. So, give my listeners a little bit of a, you know, of a history of Stephen Jackson and how you made it to the NBA. Well, uh, I graduated. I came out in '96. I uh, was in the same McDonald's game with Kobe Bryant, Jermaine O'Neal, Tim Thomas, Mike Bibby. Which you led uh, the Richard, you led the, Richard, t- yeah, the game in points. Richard, yeah, Richard Hamilton too. With, I think uh, I think another guy, Lester Burrow, a couple other guys that made it to the NBA was in that game. Mm-hmm. Uh, I yeah I did I did lead it in scoring didn't get MVP though right but I led the I led the game in scoring it was it was a great experience to be able to say I did that with them though with those guys mm-hmm. and uh, I signed to go to the University of Arizona with Mike Bibby but I didn't have I didn't have I didn't have a grade so I never took school you was, serious you was so. messing up in school like most no, like no, most I wasn't athletes up. you were messing I just up wasn't you just going. 
Oh my lord, Jack. That's nothing not, and not going. That's two different day. things. I'm going to lunch and gym, and that's all I need. <laughs> uh, so, um, but uh, end up uh, going signing with Arizona. Uh, I was on campus the whole first semester, damn it, the whole first semester until basketball season started. Then I had to leave campus and uh, end up going to stay with Mike Bibby's mom. And uh, I, um, I actually went to Butler Junior College for like a week or two. I never played. I was. I went there for like a week or two and stayed in campus, then left. Like, I, college wasn't for me at all. That's why I never went. Hey. You know, it, it wasn't for me. So, end up going, um, going, uh, stay with Mike's mom. And um, because if I went back home, no telling what would have happened. We all um, know. So, I understand. And she knew it. And her and my mom had a good relationship at the time. So, she knew all about, you know, how I was living back home. And um, mm-hmm. so, she uh, had me come stay with her while Mike, while Mike was at University of Arizona. They ended up winning the national championship. Right. And uh, I'm at I'm at stand with her working out every day. Well, she takes she wakes me up one morning and, just, and tells me to uh, bring your basketball shoes. We're going to play somewhere. I'm, I have no idea. She's taking me down to the Phoenix Suns arena. So she takes me down to the arena as we as we go. I'm like I have no idea. I'm like I'm not not to play no basketball here. But <laughs> she takes me in the practice gym and the whole team is there. Seth Sabalis, Jason Kidd, Steve Nash, all those guys. They Everybody. you know getting get they getting ready for the season. So Danny Ainge had heard about me. I guess she had talked to Danny Ainge or whatever. So she brought me up there to play pickup. Well, you know, I ended up, Jason Kidd ended up picking me on this team. And I was so excited. I was young. I was I was raw. I wasn't taking no yeah. fun from nobody. I'm 41 now and still don't take no fun. So <laughs> I was 18, just raw, full of energy, a lot just talented. And, you know, just didn't know where my life was going, but I knew I could play basketball. And I went out there and I bust Cedric Sabala's ass. Ooh. So I destroyed him. <laughs> And, uh, so that rumor is true that, then. Yeah, that rumor is true. They had one draft pick that year, and they told me after that day, they told me they was going to draft me, and they kept their word. Wow. But they they, they said what they said is we're going to draft you with our last pick. We're going to guarantee you 250K, but we're going to cut you because our roster's full, but we have to draft somebody in that spot. I was fine with was like, whatever. 250K. <laughs> I get drafted, and, and they told me they was going to send me to the CBA at the time. The CBA was the worst league ever. Yeah. But I knew that was, that was a temporary start my career so yeah. i wasn't tripping at all okay so that was real then so you didn't end up playing your first nba game until the 2000 with the nets right yep yep and i started my first nba game that was four almost four years later you didn't get yep. your first pro start that's crazy so your yep. career technically didn't start until 2010 yeah i mean not 2000 2000 yeah until 2000 2001 Dang. So then you went on, like, I I know you, I know your game because, you know, I was a hooper and I followed you, but I know that you went on, you was balling. You was, you won a championship with the Spurs. Mm -hmm. That was crazy. You was balling. You was the third leading scorer on that team. I remember that. You balled the fuck out in Atlanta. Um, You balled, you got, you brought the, uh, the Bobcats, their first playoff uh, run. And yep. then, and then the, the mayhem, the, the the shit happened in Auburn, um, in Auburn Hills. What is it called? What they call that? Malice the, in the, the palace. malice in the palace happened, and mm-hmm. and I was just like, first of all, me as a as a hooper, I've been through a lot of shit, you know, with fans and things going on. So I completely understood what went down with you. <laughs> I completely respected the fact that you had your teammates back, no matter what. And and you just from there on out, I was just like, this is a solid ass nigga. Like you just solid yeah. all around. It, you know, as 
when you when you grow up playing sports and um, you know like AAU and stuff like that, you grow up you 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 build bonds with these dudes so they become like mm-hmm. your brother. And with Ron, I'm with my teammates at the end of the Pacers. I'm with them more than I'm with my family during the course of the season. Mm-hmm. So they become my brothers, and I've been knowing Ron a long time. So at that time when that situation happened, it wasn't even me thinking about a fan. I was going up there to protect my brother. Now, as I went up there to grab him and get him out of the stands, another guy threw a beer in his face. All bets off after it's that. It's done. You know, y'all, <laughs> done y'all, y'all, y'all being assholes, y'all think y'all finna get away with it? Nah, all bets off. And, and me personally, I would never hit, uh, hit a fan. I didn't go in the stands to hit a fan. Mm-hmm. But when I went in there and saw they was hit, uh, still throwing beers and stuff, yeah, they deserved it. And I don't regret it at all. Oh, that was you my know, next question was going to be, do you regret yeah, any of it? <laughs> No, I don't regret. I don't regret none of it. I'm I'm a ride with my brothers any day, all day. I don't regret it. I regret losing three million dollars. I know. I know one punch wasn't worth three million dollars when I I was defending the wrong because the guy threw another beer in his face. They don't talk about nothing. Nothing. All they talk about is what we did. You know, they don't. They don't. They they, they, matter of fact, they don't even when they talk about it on TV. They don't even speak on the the second beer being thrown in wrong face, which which really made escalated the entire situation. Exactly, but don't worry about it. I'm telling you now, it's coming. We got it coming soon. Me, Jay, and Ron got a real documentary. Oh, a oh, yes, from y'all perspective, because the it's, athlete's it's, it's, point it's, of view is never I, shown. I, 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 I spoke on it uh, last year sometime, and uh, we've been working on it. So it's, it's, it's in the works right now, and it's going to be done soon. That's dope because you know what always happens is the athlete is always told to be the bigger person and be, you know, you're the celebrity. You're never allowed to react like a normal human being. People think that athletes aren't normal human beings. They think that because you guys play sports, you're supposed to have this superhuman power that makes you not affected by anything that happens to you just because you play sports and make lots of money doing it. That somehow you're not human and you don't respond and react to real nigga shit like everybody else. Anybody throw a chair at you. You're going to defend yourself. And if not, then you need to stay home. You need to stay the fuck home. You need to stay home. Now, now, when I said you were a champion and you were a McDonald's All-American, you led that team in points. One thing that I feel like is truly missing from your resume is an all-star appearance. Do you feel like that you know, brawl and the shooting? You remember the shooting in Indiana, too, that took place. Do you regret that one? I don't regret that either because that's the same type of situation. I was, I was, I was, I was. I, I was in my car leaving. I'm actually I'm actually doing an hour and hour fifteen hour and a half little movie about the whole day. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I was de- I was defending my teammate. I was in my car leaving the club, mm-hmm. and uh, I, as I was leaving the club, I saw guys chasing him towards his car. So you know, as as loyal as I am, my teammates that I never changed. I, I backed That's up, hopped out, one thing led to the other, and shots with shots rang out. But uh, and I ended up getting hit by the car, losing all my teeth at the end, out, of, out of all of it. So, but. At the end of the day, I don't regret that either because I was, you know, Fuck it. I was, I, I was, I was being, I was being me. I wasn't being, I wasn't trying to be nothing that I'm not. You know, what I'm I was just being me, and that's the situation. You know what I mean? But it, that situation, and the brawl definitely affected me from making All Star games. I should have made the All Star game at least four. Or five at times. least four I, I, is I, what I said. Four. I remember, I remember the year in Charlotte. I remember this year when I went when Gerald Wallace made it in Charlotte. And everybody, that's the year I got there. Everybody was saying I should have made it, but I was happy for Gerald because that was my brother too. And then Paul got Pierce me. got dropped out. Paul Pierce dropped out for an injury, mm-hmm. and I everybody was just saying it was all those papers. I just knew I was gonna make it, and they ended up putting David Lee in. Oh to the man, point where it, 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 it was so it was so disrespectful and blatant, blatant, blatant disrespect. MJ had to make a call. MJ made a call to the league. It was like, man, it's just <laughs> obvious. 
you know what I'm saying, why, why I'm not getting the opportunity. But at the end of the day, my peers, I got the respect for my peers and the great coaches I played for, so I'm fine with that. That's one thing that I did read. Every single coach that has ever coached you has said, not only are you an incredible talent, they all. the only negative I've ever heard about your game is that you don't rebound. It's the only thing I've ever heard. Other than that, yeah. I've heard you do every single thing on the court. I've heard you are the best teammate. I heard you are an incredible leader. I heard you are a great locker room guy, good character. People, fans love you. You are always shaking hands and kissing babies. You are just a nice all-around human being. And for me, that's what bothers me is because the NBA stuck to those negative things about you as opposed to all of these incredible positive things that you've done. They didn't want to accept like the fact that you were caught up in some situations where you were defending your, your family and your brothers. And, and if you're still allowed to play in the league, then you should be able to make the all-star game. Like if, if it was that you bad, know, why didn't they just kick you out the league? Yeah. And, and I, you know what? I, it's, it's, you, you, I mean, that's just that in a nutshell. I mean, they never showed any light on my play. It was all about the past and the type of person they thought I was. But at the end of the day, Amico, I didn't give a damn. I didn't. I didn't give a damn Fuck at all. I was, I was doing what I love to do. I was taking care of my family and my kids. So I, what they thought about me, I really didn't give a fuck. But they knew at the end of the day that I should have been an all-star. Like I said, every all-star that I lined up against, I had their respect. And they knew every night they played against me. They had a problem. It felt like they was playing against the all-star. So yes. at the end of the day, I'm cool with that. One of the things that I love about your game the most is even though I know that you can score the basketball, you clearly proved that in your many years in the NBA. But one of the things that I respect about you, because some guys are only one side of the ball, especially in your position, because you're playing like a three man, which is low key to jack of all trade position. And you were defending people as well. Like niggas had niggas knew you was coming in having a seat in big moments. And, man, and I, I was telling I was telling people all the time not to cut you off, but I've been telling people. Man, if they want to really talk about this two-way player shit, yeah. me and Ron are testing guys like that been doing this shit mm-hmm. for, for years. Yeah. So and 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 it wasn't no light on it. That's just how we played. We yeah. weren't trying to be a two-way player. That's a part That's of the just, game. Yeah. Play on both sides of the ball. Mm-hmm. And then so when you went to back to the Spurs and Kawhi was there, that was your first time not starting. Who Kawhi is like the ultimate right now. He is like the two-way God. How did it feel, you know, going back there and having to come off the bench and, and things like that and take a back seat to a guy who's now Kawhi Leonard? Well, I was fine with that because, you know, it, it was transforming to his team. You know, uh, people, people don't never talk. They talk about all this stuff with the Spurs, but every time I played for the Spurs, we made it to at least to the Western Conference Finals. Yeah, they don't bring that up. They don't. But that's but, true. But, but I, I have, I had a lot of respect for Kawhi because I understood him and he understood me, and he's seen a lot of things in the organization before I even got there that yeah. I told him about that was going to happen. Oh, and, and it look did. What ended up happening. <laughs> no, that's crazy, right? You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So, so, and 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 and, he, and we had a lot of talks. We had a lot of talk, and I, and I told him he had to be careful. I knew, you know what I'm saying? It, it wasn't it wasn't a diss to, to Pop, but he had his three guys. Mm-hmm. You know, Tony Parker, Ginobili, and Tim. And there's nothing wrong with that. All coaches got their guys. Right. But he was loyal to those three guys before anything. And uh and I, I knew that I knew that was uh, I knew I knew they would show that sooner or later. Yeah. Now I know you won a championship with them, but of the other teams that you played on, what was your favorite team? Because I know you played with Boom. You like you played with Ron Artest. You know, you were it's in only, it's only one team that showed me love. You know, Ooh. I won a championship with the Spurs, but they don't treat me like family. The only, it's, it's only one Charlotte. I got Charlotte to the playoffs for the first time. They don't treat me like family. The only team that treat me like family's family is the uh, Golden State Warriors. State. They bring me back, they bring me back every year. 
they 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 flies out to the games like no other team makes us feel like family or makes us feel like appreciated for what we've done you know uh, it's definitely the Warriors by far when we were in um I forget what city it was but uh, it might have been Atlanta I'm not sure but somebody brought up no it was actually in Charlotte when uh, the t- the uh, big three played in Charlotte and they were asking you about uh, Charlotte and you said some shit boy they, they was... don't know how to, they never appreciated their players yeah. Joe Wallace, we made the playoffs the first year. And they got rid of him. Uh, we, he makes the All-Star game next year during the season somewhere they trade him. I'm like, what? They don't bring our starting point guard back. It was a lot of stuff. Uh, it was a lot of stuff going on. But, you know, it wasn't my job to keep the team together. But if something's working and it's winning and it's putting fans in the stands. Keep it. And you get to the playoffs, you know what I'm saying? If, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Why do you think they did that, though? It's just bad business? You think they just didn't know what they were doing? Or did you think it was something personal? Uh, it had to be bad business because basketball wise, we were winning. Mm-hmm. We were filling the stands up, mm-hmm. so that means you're selling merch. Mm-hmm. So all I, I see, I see all that stuff beneficial. It had right. to be bad business. We were doing our job, so they just didn't know what they had. That's crazy. That's crazy. So um, you spoke about being a you like I heard um. I've been watching Hard Knocks and I heard them talking about once a Raider, always a Raider. And it seems like with the Warriors, that's the same thing. And now that they're they're uh big three and and their their whole run has dismantled and separated, what do you think is next for them? Like they've got a new stadium now, so it's like a whole new team and everything. Well, how far do you think that the Warriors can go next year without Clay being healthy from the beginning of the season? I'm pretty sure he'll join the team. You know, maybe after All Star or something, I'm, I'm imagining he might be ready by then. But what do you think is next for them, knowing that their their whole thing is blown up? Well, uh, it's going to be a different team without Clay. But at the same time, people that understand basketball know that the style of play that they, the way they play, it's and good. the people that they put in those positions, they're going to compete with everybody. They play fast. D'Angelo Russell's a star in this league. He's an All Star. Absolutely. So not he, he, he he's not a shooter like Clay. But he's 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 a guy that can take over a game and that can average 20, 25 points a night every night, uh, 25, 25 points a night a game. So for the most part, they got a lot of pieces. I like I like the guy they got from Sacramento, uh, Willie Willie Carly Willie Carly Stein, the big guy. I like him. Mm-hmm. You know, they, and uh, Draymond still Draymond is still one of the best uh, players in this game, one of the best defenders in this game. So and we ain't got to talk about Steph. I still like this team and. Even even with all the moves that's been made in the West, I still see them as a top four, top five team in the West. Now, what do you think what happens when Clay comes back? Does D'Angelo still start? How do you how do you put those three guards in the starting lineup that small, especially in the West? I, it'll work. It'll work. It'll work. Clay's gonna Clay's gonna guard all the big guys, and D'Angelo's gonna have to start guarding. His defense gonna have to get better. He's gonna have to guard the shooting guards. You know, Steph don't be guard, playing no D either. A lot of teams don't have a good shooting guard and a good small forward. So whatever whatever's the great guard, Clay can always guard him mm-hmm. and he can guard the off guy. But it's gonna work. You gotta start, you're gonna start those three guys. You're gonna start Draymond and Willie Carly Stein. I like it. You like it. There's rumors like that they it. might be trading him. You think that's true? Trading who? D'Angelo Russell. Uh there's some see, there's some Orlando rumors that. with them getting um Gordon from Orlando. I don't like that. <laughs> you don't like that? I don't like that. I think Gordon's nice. Don't get me wrong. That'll be a nice trade, but I like D'Angelo Russell. I, I think that's, I think 
what I think they're going to do, I think they're going to start off with him, see how he's doing preseason, pre see how he's doing beginning of the season. But before the trade deadline, if he's not balling and, and they're not and they're not looking good, I think they'll make a move then. They'll make a move then. Okay. Speaking of moves made, one of the biggest moves besides uh, Kawhi to the Clippers was Westbrook to Houston. Everybody has an opinion on that. My opinion is I, I, always, I always see Westbrook as one of the – most incredible basketball players ever, but he doesn't play the style of basketball that I like, that I think, you know, constitutes winning a championship. But a lot a lot of people are saying that this matchup won't work because of the style that Houston plays and Westbrook not having a, a secure jump shot. What is your opinion of the two L.A. boys coming together in Houston and trying to go for a championship? Well, for me, it ain't none of that. It ain't, the, it ain't Russ, Russ averaging a triple-double in the NBA. Ain't nothing wrong with that game. Uh, James is averaging 95 points a now game. Now, James, yeah. Ain't, ain't, ain't nothing wrong with this game. It's the coach. It's, it's the, the coach. System. It's the coach. Which, the which coach? Is we talking about Oklahoma? Dan or not we... the coach. Okay. Dan is not the coach for them, too. You need, you, need, you need a dominant coach. You need a coach with more playing experience. But who's you, out you, there? You need, that. You need, you, you need uh, I like Talu. Talu, respect. Talu would be good. If people talk about Mark Jackson, I, I love Mark Jackson in that position. Because he's going to make this team not only a great offensive team, but a better defensive team, and that's what and that's what they really suck at. Yeah, on the defensive. Yeah, and most of the teams that have high offense like that don't play defense outside of the Warriors. They're one of the only teams that I know that give it to you on both ends. But as far as T. Lou, I think he would be good because the players will respect him. You know, just from him, you know, one. being a player, he coached LeBron. He won with you know a championship, and then on the other side with Mark Jackson. I don't think it's going to happen. I, I have uh, been told by a source that the reason Mark Jackson is banned from NBA coaching is because of some some stuff not has nothing to do with with him being very religious and, and pushing his religion on certain people and being a hater of someone being gay. It has something to do with the NBA finding out that he had a sex tape out, a nasty one. A real nasty Word. one. And oh, they had I, to pay. My first time hearing this. I don't believe that, though. <laughs> Let me tell you. I don't you. believe that. I, just... I got to see that. Right. I got to see Apparently that. Apparently, he was on that. a road. This is the story that I heard. He was on a road trip with the team, and he bought some pussy from from a a, prost, a real life prostitute and instead of getting it in his room he got it in her room and they recorded it and apparently it was some some nastiness he 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 some you know why I don't believe that why Miko? tell me because he wouldn't be working on TV I, I I don't even know I truly don't know I was told that the NBA bought this sex tape like bought it or something and it was a high Ooh. price I want to know the truth I want to know yeah, if that is I, truly I, true I, I, I can't I, I can't I cannot no, that's not true. It ain't true. Don't nah, believe that it. That ain't true. I, I and, 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 until it come out, it's not true. Because let me tell you this: there's no way he will be working on TV and all these big old games if that was true. If the, what if this tape Trust, is gone if, now? If, what if, if it the was NBA bought? knew about it? These networks just as big as the NBA, they'll know as well. Respect, respect. I, I, I personally think, regardless, even if he did That's have a crazy, yeah, even if he did have a nasty sex tape out with some prostitutes, I still don't feel like he should lose his coaching job over there. Like, what's the people cheat every day? I don't care. It doesn't. It doesn't really matter to me, but. I don't know. That's that's the rumor that's out there that it's a it's a nasty little tape that he had with some. With I, I, I'm assuming there might have been more than one person there. If you know uh, what I mean. I don't know. So. <laughs> I, don't, I, ain't, I ain't rocking with that. And apparently, apparently that's why he was he was banned. I, I don't know. But I feel like Mark Jackson is one of the people that absolutely deserves one of these coaching jobs out here. You know, when he was with the Warriors, yes, he, he, does. He, he, does. he started he started this motherfucking warrior shit. And, and now look at the thanks he getting. 
You know, a lot of people don't like yeah. to give him credit. They always try to say he wasn't coaching the team as well. They didn't play defense. He, you know, you got to build. You were building that team. You know, that was a process. And he started the process. And I feel like he could have done everything that I'm seeing Steve Kerr do. And that's no shade to Steve Kerr at all. It's just yeah, a, a lot. A lot of a lot of people. A lot of people saying that. But you know, I think just like just like I said, I'm cool with the, my my peers and my and the players I play against. Mm-hmm. I have their respect. I think at the end of the day, he know the guys that's on that team. Mm-hmm. They know where they started and where it came from. And, and I haven't heard one guy on that team speak bad about Mark. I say. He didn't. Have, he was. He wasn't a big piece. That's what matters. Getting him to where they at today. So you know what I mean. And, and, until they do, people got to give him his props. But they yeah. they, they just refuse to because they so caught up in the moment with Steve Kerr. He's yeah. a great coach. That's my guy, Steve Kerr, my guy. But you know, give respect and respect due. Yes. Um. Speaking of respect, AD and LeBron. That's a very respectable mm-hmm. matchup. Do you think that that sends them to the Western Conference Finals automatically? That's a whole bunch of nastiness. That's nasty, <laughs> right? You got two players who are are, are automatic first round draft picks on the same roster. When's the last time we've seen something like that where you have a player where you're like coming out of college or even out of high school where you say this guy must go in the first okay. round? Okay, LeBron to play with about. Seven first round picks. Because. No, but I'm saying like a for sure, absolute, like like a like a like a like a AD or like Kyrie. A, Kyrie was not AD when he came out. AD was a Kyrie, pro- Kyrie played three college games and went number one pick. I mean, yeah, but he still wasn't him. He's still a guard to me. AD's size, his his athleticism, the things that he can do make him a more important. Not important, yes. but you know what I mean, like a different I call, echelon I call of a player. Tim Duncan. Yes. And so yes. to have that and then have LeBron, it just seems unfair. But I like what the league is doing right now because now there's no more big three. It's a lot of big twos everywhere, which kind of evens out the playing field everywhere. But yeah, they were, you, you I, still I, got I LeBron and AD. They would have had a big three of Boogie because, you know, I, yeah. Boogie would have came back this year. I just hate that happened to him, man. It's just a lot. Of, he had a lot of bad luck. But the Lakers going to look good, man. I think, you know, if they had Dwight, yeah, what do you think about that addition? You think that's a good move? Do you think the Laker Nation has forgiven Dwight Howard? Like, is it all? Is it okay now? Because <laughs> he Man, has. They're going to forgive him as soon as he run out that tunnel with a Laker jersey on. They're going to forgive him. As soon as he signed that contract, they're going to forgive him. You know, fans are, what have you done for me lately? That's true. And if he comes on this team and get the ball and then they win, we think the white fans, the new Superman is back, all that stuff. So it's going to be all forgiven. Who, yes. So who do you got coming out the West in the champ in the Western Conference Finals? If you had to pick right now today, just looking at what everybody has now, who would you say would meet in the Western Conference Finals? If I had to pick a team right now, I'm going with the Clippers. Clippers and who playing who? Uh, the Clippers playing either the Warriors or no, excuse me, the Lakers or Warriors. Cannot argue with that. I'm so proud of my city. L.A. is on. Kawhi's here. The Clippers going to have the best, one of the best defenses of all time. Yeah, it's going to be pretty nasty. They And then they got uh, Lou Will coming off the bench for offensive purposes that are just disrespectful at this point. A walking bucket. Yeah, just a walking bucket. I, I, I'm, I'm a Laker fan because I'm from L.A., but I'm also a LeBron fan, but... I don't. I'm not the kind of fan that that's going to be like, oh no, the Lakers are better than them. No, that's a squad right there. That's a squad. And the only two, reason two, that I lean it's two owners, it's two owners of Staples Center right now. Yes, it was, it was one owner for a long time. Yes, it's two owners now. Now it's two owners. And the only reason I lean towards the Lakers is because they have LeBron James 
that separates him, the team from everybody else. But when it's all said and done, don't know. We don't know. That right there could go either way. And the, and the Staples Center crown is up for grabs this year. And I think it's exciting. And isn't that the first game? Yeah. Yes, be I great. believe it. It's, it's going to be exciting. I'm, I'm pumped. Um, Kawhi left uh, Toronto. So normally when you win a championship, the championship got to come through your city. And nobody believes now that, that Toronto is going Back Toronto to the championship. Don't, Toronto don't believe it either. <laughs> so now let's just say Milwaukee. The championship comes through Milwaukee. Would you agree with that? No. Who who does the championship come through in the East? Philly. Philly. Why is that? I got Philly, I got Philly or Boston. Oh, tell me why. I like Philly because they added Hartford. They're gonna put him and him and Big Fella and B, they're gonna punish everybody uh in, in the paint in the, in, in the East. They're gonna punish everybody. Hopefully Ben Simmons have a better year. Mm. They added uh, they, they added the kid from Miami, Richards. So they go, they they should be better. And uh, I think Boston is going to be better with better with Kemba. Yeah, Kemba. I've always a loved him. Me, but they're going to be better with Kemba because they have so much talent over there that their talent can flourish now. You mm-hmm. know, uh, Ky- Ky- Kyrie is such a great player. You have to let him do what he does. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So he's going to be better off from Brooklyn. But Boston is going to look real good. You know what I'm saying? That, I, we ain't gonna talk about Brooklyn until uh, KD gets yeah, back. Yeah, we—that's not even a discussion. Now, the 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 guys in Boston were struggling to share the ball with Kyrie to 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 back down to who you would pre- presume is the leader, the guy that you concede to, give the ball to. Do you think that Kemba will be received differently than Kawhi was? Yes, I think so. You know, um, like I said, it's a what have you? It's it, they're the prisons of the moment. We just we, we lost Kyrie. Yeah. We got Kimba. Okay, now Kimba's our guy. Okay, you know, and, and, and we gonna rock with Kimba until we don't win. That's how that's how fans are. You know how they go. Yeah. But I think for the I, I'm happy first of all that Kimba got his money. Charlotte that is Bruce, for sure. They should have yeah. paid him. Yeah. But what they had in that locker room, you know, now they got lucky and got Rozier. They got lucky. Yeah. And got Rozier. That's that's he can ball too. But uh-huh. they didn't pay him. I'm happy he got his money. He on the better team. Yeah. Yeah, that's what's sad about Boogie, too. I feel like Boogie never got paid, man. He never got that bag, and he just kept getting injured every time it was an opportunity for him to get paid. That's one thing. I, I like players to succeed, you know, in their career and, and win games and get to championships, but ultimately, I also like to see players get paid, and that's another thing that we didn't see Isaiah Thomas didn't get a bag either for all the hard work and shit he did in Boston as well. And that's just unfortunate, but... um. Yeah. But yeah. I wanna I wanted to ask you, I wanted to jump over because I ain't gonna keep you too long. I know we got we both got shit to do, but I wanted to ask you about your opinion on Jay-Z signing up with the NFL to what he calls do some social reforms and, and then also, you know, run all the, the, the performances for Super Bowls and, and, and shows for the NFL. Um, are you picking a side? Because most people have picked a side. I have for sure picked a side. Are you picking a side? Are you staying neutral? What is your opinion on that entire situation? Well, this, this, you know, I'm my own man, so this is how I look at it. I look at it like this. First of all, I understand what Jay-Z saying when it was not never about kneeling. One, I, I get that. It wasn't. It's about social injustice. I get that. Uh, two, what's next? I understand that. It ain't, it ain't a, it was, what's after kneeling? I understand that part of it. And three, I understand that Kaepernick got paid some money, too. I don't know how much. So at the end of the day, me as Steven Jackson, I would be up there saying this. I I got the partnership with him. Yes, I'm 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 what what Kaepernick and, and what they stood for and kneeled for, I mean, 
I'm standing on that a hundred or ten toes down, just like they would, mm-hmm. while I'm doing the Super Bowl shit too. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, why is Kaepernick not having a job? Oh. So me, me, I, 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 I couldn't do one without the other. Right. That was you know my opinion. Even too. though it, kneeling was not about him having a job, it that, is about him having a job at the same time. Because yeah. the reason he don't have a job because is, he is knew. the fact that he had the balls to stand up and do it. So therefore, if he's still working out. If you see this man still working out, still posting workouts on his page, then it is about him having a job because he 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 lost something that he loved, and that's the game of football. So I see it from both sides because I love the game of basketball. Mm-hmm. So if I was Jay Z, I would have stood on both topics. I wouldn't exclude one. Right. I would. I would. Yeah. Yeah. It's about it's, it's about social justice, and it's also about Kaepernick having the job. You can't do one without yeah. the other in my book. Yeah. And, you know, my problem with the entire situation is Kaepernick finding out like the rest of us on social media. To me, just a year ago, you were wearing his jersey. You were telling other artists not to perform at the Super Bowl. You also told Jermaine Dupri to decline the same deal with the NFL, saying it was a bad look for us because we're we're with Kaepernick. And then to see you sign the exact same deal. And this is my thing. Even if you sign the deal, one, you should have took that meeting with Kaepernick. You should have at least allowed the NFL to understand what we've already been trying to do and, and let Kaepernick explain why he the people are still kneeling. Kenny Stills is still kneeling. Michael Thomas is still kneeling. You know, we've got all these guys still kneeling. And the reason Eric for that, Eric Reed still in the reason is because they haven't done what they said they were going to do. They haven't. So if you take that meeting, you discuss with them what the players that are still kneeling feel. You don't ever go into a, a conference um, room and say, we're past kneeling when you have actually never kneeled. You see what I mean? Mm-hmm. You're disrespecting mm-hmm. people that are still risking their career and their livelihood on the, front line. on the front line. So that meeting should have been taken with those guys' opinions already in your head. And then when you uh, announce to the world that you've done this partnership, we shouldn't still be here a week later saying, well, what are you doing? All you've told us is you're going to do something. So you signed a contract without anything in writing of all, already things that you're going to change. Now we have to wait and see what you're going to change, it looks like catfish. It looks like some bullshit to me. And 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 to do it on the the anniversary, the three-year anniversary of Kaepernick kneeling, that was the actual day that they announced it. And it seems yeah. strategic by the NFL. Me, 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 me I don't trust, I, don't, I damn sure don't trust the NFL, but me, me being the man and me, and me, you know, being able to, 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 to look at both things as far as a businessman and an athlete, a lot of people can't do that. Mm-hmm. They can't look at it from an athlete and from the business side. Me, I can't see how how you can you can do that deal and it not be about you know Kaepernick having a job either. It, it has to be both at the same time. Me knowing Jay Z, me knowing Jay Z, mm-hmm. he got something up his sleeve. He better. I I I, I refuse to go against. We him all refuse every time, it. Every time they go against him. He always drop a bomb and people end up biting their words. And I ain't worried about biting my words, but I honestly feel like, you know, honest feel like he got some up his sleeve, but I but I do agree with you. It ain't no uh no more nip saying we 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 passed nil and all that and saying it's not about Kaepernick having the job. No, it's about yes, Kaepernick it having is. the job too. I'm sorry. Yeah. 
It absolutely is. And that's the part of it that he lost me on. Jay-Z has done so many things for our community, but I don't like to bring up the negative things, but he has also done some negative things in our community. But that's not who I am. You know, as a black woman, I try to support my people at all times. I think Jay-Z has made some bad uh, business decisions in the past. They're not, Miko, right. they're not looking at it from an athlete side. Yes. When, the game is, when I got suspended 30 games for the brawl, yeah. I, was t- I was losing weight. I was depressed. Because mm-hmm. the game of basketball, what I've been doing my whole life, was taken. taken from me. Yeah, the game of football has been taken, taken. from this man, but because he decided to stand up for a country, for for a, a race, a whole yes. race of people. Mm-hmm. So football means something to him. It might not mean nothing to Jay Z and the other people in the office, but it means something to him. And I think once Jay Z and those other people decide to do this deal, understand that. Mm-hmm. Then, then there'll be a big baby coming to this world, kind of, kind of take that statement back because it is about him playing football. Yes, it absolutely is, man. And and speaking of that, you know, you love basketball, you love the game, and that's part of the reason why you're playing in the big three. Obviously, you know, it, it does pay some of the guys, but you are, you know, established, you know, NBA veteran, and you're playing there obviously because you love it. Tell me, tell me why you decided to play in the big three. It takes a lot. You got to get in shape. You got to travel on weekends, which is your free time. Luckily, it's only in the summer. Why did you decide to do the big three and, and why are you continuing to do it? What do you love about it? Uh, it was the game of basketball. This game, the game has changed my life, taking care of my family, changed my kids' life. You know, it's, it's, the game has done so much for me and I still play. I still work out. Tomorrow I'm waking up at six in the morning to go play out. I wake up at six in the morning, three days a week, and go play basketball. So I've always been doing this. And when the big three came around, it was perfect because I still play basketball at a high level. And mm-hmm. I, I thank Cuban Jeff and, and LL for this for this opportunity because I, I I still play, you know, and I got a chance, I get a chance to compete on a high level. Mm-hmm. I get a chance to 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 uh build that that bond that I have with all my brothers in the NBA that's playing in this league now, you know, being able to go out to eat and party with them on weekends, all that stuff that I missed from playing in the NBA, we get a chance to yeah. enjoy that for 10 weeks, 10 weekends. So uh, it, it was a blessing in disguise for me because I got tired of beating up people down here at the LA Fitness. <laughs> I, want, I, I wanted to play against some NBA guys and get some real run. And uh, it's, a perfect, it's, it's a perfect situation for me. Yeah, you guys, I, I had you guys, you guys were probably my favorite, my favorite first pick. Like you, your team was my early easy pick. I, I obviously... Jumped on the triplets bandwagon after a little while. The enemies, I thought they were going to do better, but you know they needed Gilbert. They needed Gilbert to be Gilbert. Yes, and that kind of got in the way of what they were trying to do. But three-headed monsters kind of snuck up on me. Power, obviously, I thought was going to be there, but um, you guys have uh, the championship, the uh, playoffs next week in New Orleans. You guys are playing power now. I talked to you about this in the press conference, but they are wounded. You got a wounded animal down there. And and people are constantly saying that the Toronto championship has an asterisk by it because they played a wounded Warriors team. Do you believe in an asterisk by a championship because a team is injured or whatever, suspensions or any of that kind of stuff? Injuries is a part of the game. Mm-hmm. You know, um, when we won it in 2003, in the Western Conference Finals, Dirk got hurt in that series. Yeah, I remember. And we ended up winning 4-2. So you, a championship is a championship. And they don't put asterisks on the ring. They sure they don't. don't. Put a, 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 they don't put an asterisk on the banner when they raise it up. So I don't I, I don't believe in that. Uh, I think uh, regard, we all know it probably would have been a different situation if the Warriors were healthy. But at the same time, if it wasn't fifth, we'd all be drunk. All of us. The Toronto, the Toronto Raptors are the champions, and we just got to deal with it and give them their props. So you guys got to face power, the, the reigning champions. 
I personally believe it. I don't know what happened to Big Baby. I know he got he got helped off the court. Catino has been struggling with his uh, calf slash Achilles. He hasn't played in two weeks. You guys are going to face them. Um, you guys are the better team right now. Flat out. You're well, the better I mean, team. One, let me tell you one thing about power. Let's Tell me about it. They, they got a team full of professionals. Yes. And I guarantee you, all those guys are doing whatever they need to do to get their body right to play against us because they want to defend their title. Mm -hmm. We're not overlooking them. We're not expecting this team to come in hobbling. We're expecting to get their best shot, and we're going to treat them like champions uh, come playing them this weekend. Yes, I'm pumped. I'm going to be there, of course, uh, supporting everybody. I, 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 It's tough for me because I, I have a personal, you know, I feel like the guys that I know, I like y'all, you know, I, I want to root for y'all. I got some killer threes, breakaways. I got <laughs> I got, I got, got an enemy's jacket, but I got killer threes, breakaways. I wear them all the time. I just feel like I'm like, it's like a whole nother NBA to me. Like, it's really exciting to watch people think that, you know, half court basketball isn't like, aggressive and it isn't you know high impact it is it's actually worse because you don't have uh, yeah. you don't have the Just ability to yeah you don't even have that ability to run back down on, on defense and set your feet as soon as that shot is missed you're on defense you got to turn around and play d and that's the cardio part of it that a lot of guys don't expect and I, I love to see all of you guys that that were great at that in, in your prime still hooping and still balling like it just it's exciting for me to just watch it and be a part of it so um i just want to say thank you to you also cuz you guys when i when i watch your press conferences when i see you keep it real about everything that's another thing i it's love about much. this league everybody can smoke weed i see you with the voila can you tell my listeners about voila and al uh al harrington and and your collaboration with him on that and the weed uh company oh, oh voila is the company we also have a CBD called Replay Hemp. Okay. Um, to Wellness is, is, is the family. Uh, started by Al Harrington. Um, we're in several states, Detroit, Denver, California, uh, Seattle, Portland. We, we, we're around. Um, when you see the purple job with Viol on it, you know it's us. Yes. Uh, we started in 07. And uh, Al, Al has done a remarkable job with taking this thing to the top of, to the, top of the cannabis game. And, and and steady growing, man. I got I got I give, I give all props to Al. He put us all in a great position. You know, I, I've been with him since day one, since we started the first grow house in uh in the, in the Denver, Colorado. And uh, I just got to take my hat off to him. But man, y'all support Viola. Y'all support Repay Him. Um, you know, we everywhere. Come come join yeah. the family. I tried to join the family in 2015. I actually had a meeting with Al. Uh, me, I was with Brandon Jennings, a couple other players. And I was like, put me, like he was like, he was looking for investors. And I was like, put me on. And I think he didn't think I had no bread. I feel like he thought, <laughs> I feel like he thought I didn't have that bag. And I was like, this is a little disrespectful. I was the only woman in the meeting, you know, the only female. And I was speaking for my my family. I have a bag. I, ha you know, I'm capable. Yeah. But I just feel like I wasn't, I wasn't treated like, you know, I don't know. Maybe it was because I was a girl, but because he kept talking about how much money, you know, he needed people to invest to get in. And I was like, got it. What's up? You know, but I'm proud. Know, maybe y'all just needed to have a, uh, another sit down. Yeah, yeah. You know, you know every, every, everything is just a conversation. That's all it is. Yeah. And I, and I didn't know him. Is. That was my first time meeting him as well. So he probably didn't really know me, you know. 
he might not yeah. have known, but I'm still proud of y'all. I'm lo- I'm just happy to to watch my brothers doing something after basketball because a lot of people don't have a plan B. They don't realize that you still got to keep hustling and making money and making change. And so it don't stop. Shit yeah. Don't stop, and so Viola got y'all out here as businessmen now doing y'all thing. Like I respect it. I appreciate it. I know that you are trying to do uh, all the smoke podcast. Are you guys doing that as a podcast, yes. as a show? What's going on with that? Yeah, I, I I can't announce that we're doing it with yet because they want to announce it okay. October first. Okay. But me and Matt Barnes are doing. We got a podcast and a show called All the Smoke coming October first. Uh, we're excited about it. Um, this is what the game been missing. It's sponsored yeah. by Viola, so we're gonna be blowing big Ooh, on there. I want to uh, be on. You know. Call me. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, oh, you, oh, we definitely gonna have you on the show. You know that. Uh, yes. might be our first guest. So boom, it's it's, it's it's gonna be a movie. It's gonna be a movie. Uh, just just. just just think of it as Red Man and Method Man doing ESPN. That's what it's going to be like. <laughs> that is going to be lit. Lit, lit, lit. Before I get you out of here, is there anything else you want to tell my listeners? I want you to talk about your, your social media as well, but if there are any other camps, basketball things you have going on that you want to uh, announce to my listeners as well? Uh, well, uh, not, not at the time. I think me uh, just sponsor my uh, Viola, sponsor the Viola family, uh, sponsor the Killer Threes. Say a prayer for us. We going into the playoffs this weekend, uh, the semifinals. Pray for my whole team. I got some young guys on my team who's been great this year, and I'm very proud of. Um, I couldn't, I, I couldn't, I didn't get to this uh, playoffs the first two years without them. So, hats off to them. Hats off to Oak. Hats off to the Big Three Cube and all those guys. Also, man, I um, um, replay him. Our CBD is new. Okay, go try it. For people that don't smoke, go try our CBD. It's, I'm telling you, it's gonna change your life. Where my can they find it? Smoke. My aunt didn't. My aunt didn't smoke. They didn't. They didn't know nothing about none of this stuff. My mom used the CBD and she smokes. My aunt okay. smokes and uses CBD. Uh, all the all the hurting in your knees, all the pain in your shoulders and your back. This stuff works wonders, and mm. you won't fail your drug test. So Ooh. get the CBD. Replay him. Go follow us on uh, IG and. Uh, Appreciate the love, Miko. You know that. Hey, all love, baby. I'm going to let you go. I appreciate you so much. I will see you in New Orleans this weekend. Safe travels. All right, you too. All right. Peace. Peace. Shout out Stephen Jackson for finally joining the iHeart Miko podcast. I hope you guys enjoyed talking to him. He always keeps it 1,000. If you're ever looking for some entertainment and some real nigga shit, you need to follow him on Instagram. Um, Before I get out of here, I want to let you guys know that my live show is August 31st in Miami at Miami Light Project. If you need to get tickets, it's at iHeartMikoLive.com. I have some co-hosts, some people that I'm going to announce that are going to be helping me out with the show. And I'm also going to do some ticket giveaways very soon on my social media at iHeartMiko. Check me out on Instagram. You know, I'm banned from Twitter, but I will be doing some ticket giveaways for those of you that can't be at the show but maybe you know some people that live in Miami and you want to gift them with some tickets or invite them make sure you check out my social media for some ticket giveaways Um, as always I'm going to be doing a whole lot of stuff this week and next week so make sure you still continue to follow me on my social media and keep up with everything iHeartMiko on my YouTube channel which is iHeartMiko Space Podcast on YouTube other than that I will see you guys next week peace peace